Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. Because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world and the easier it is to live more simply. So last week I was not here on the podcast. Life has been crazy. And I actually contemplated taking off this week as well, but I said, no, 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 I must go record my podcast. But life has been crazy. I'm going to share with you some really, really, really big family updates in just a minute. And I'm going to fill you in kind of what's been going on around here, some life updates. And then we're going to talk about how to live simply in this crazy upside down world. Um, I don't have a huge agenda for this episode. We will see where the spirit leads us because like I said, life has been crazy. And I kind of just was like, you know what? I'm going to record the podcast and whatever God has for me is what I will say. But I do want to share with you guys some life updates and then we will go from there but of course before I start I want to thank my podcast sponsor Apologia. Apologia is a Christ-centered award-winning homeschool curriculum provider. Their mission is to help homeschooling students and families learn live and defend the Christian faith through their print and digital curriculum as well as online classes. We have used Apologia for many 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 years. We have never been disappointed. All of their curriculum is stellar. If you are homeschooling next year, you will want to go over to Apologia.com. Right now, you can save 20% on select favorites. Go check it out. They also have a section on their website with free resources, um, some downloads, some activities you can do with your kids this summer, some homeschooling helps. So go check it all out at Apologia.com. All right. So yes, life has been really crazy for the past Well, you know, life is always crazy, right? But the past few months, especially here, have been a roller coaster. So if you follow me on social media, you would have seen our announcement this week. If you don't follow me on social media, now's the time to go do it. Uh, You go over to the Instagram. I'm pretty active over there on Instagram. Uh, My um, Instagram account is at Simply Living for Him. You can go over to Facebook at Simply Living for Him. Of course, follow the blog at simplylivingforhim.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Um, but yeah, if you wanna if you wanna follow along, you'll always want to go over to Instagram and Facebook. It's where I'm most active. And also, of course, join the Simply Living for Him online women's community. Before I share with you our life updates, let me share with you some updates about the community because it is a new month in the community, which means we have lots of new resources for the month of July. We are starting on Monday, July 5th, a brand new Bible study on the Lord's Prayer. I'm calling it a mini study because it's just a few weeks long, but it's going to be awesome. I've already recorded the first session. I'm super excited about this one. We're really going to look at what Jesus says about prayer. We're really going to dig in together into the word uh, to understand our heart posture in prayer, how we should pray, why we pray. And we're going to dig in together as women in the word. Uh, as yeah, as women in the word. And so what we do is every week I put up a video 
just a short little kind well I shouldn't say short maybe half an hour um, kind of a little bit of insight into the verses for the week or the passage that we're studying or whatever it is kind of give my take on it but then most of all I always say the Bible study does not take place like when Karen puts up her video or Karen teaches the Bible study takes place when you are in the word with the Lord so we all encourage each other to be women in the word we ask questions of each other we learn from each other we share what we're learning from the Lord with each other and it's just great amazing fellowship so our newest video for our new Bible study will go up on Monday in the community then during the week we will discuss it that's the beautiful thing about the community there are women from all over the world so obviously we don't have like Bible study on Mondays at 5 p.m. via zoom or anything like that the video goes up in the community and then discussion takes place all week long in the community you can just simply go in there and ask a question or post and there's always somebody to chat with so it's really uh, unique and exciting the way that we have those set up. As always, the community is completely free. There are many Bible studies in the community that have taken place already. And once you join the community, you can go and access those studies at any time. So maybe you don't want to study the Lord's Prayer right now. You can go back and we have different studies. We have a 12-week one on Psalm 119. We have a study called Overcoming Worry and Anxiety. We have a study called Simplify Your Life. We have a study on Mary and Martha. We have resources for getting started in the Bible and how to study the Bible and just all kinds of amazing things. Also, for the month of July, we are doing a scripture writing. Actually, July and August, we are writing together through the uh, through Psalm 119. So just a very few verses each day is going to have us by the end of August writing out the entire Psalm. Psalm 119 is amazing. It's beautiful. Um, so I would love for you to join us. And again, women can discuss the Psalm as they're writing it each day in the community. It's a beautiful place to share and learn from each other. We're also doing a scripture memory verse for the month of July. We're memorizing John chapter 15, lines 1 to 17. Um, and again, everything in the community is free. And you can do as little or as much as you want. You may say, hey, I want to do that Psalm 119. We have a beautiful free printable calendar uh, that shows you every day what verses to write out in Psalm 119. And so you could come in, print out that calendar, and you could do that on your own. You never have to participate in the community, but the community is there if you'd like to. So you can uh, participate in as little or as much as you want. It's an amazing place of fellowship. It's like going to Facebook without all the drama, because all we do is talk about Jesus and the Lord, and we just talk about, you know, the Bible, and it's just a great, amazing, edifying place. So I'd love for you to join us at simplylivingforhim.com slash community. Also, we will be doing in-person events coming soon. I cannot wait. I will. All right. So I'll share with you. I'll tie this into my big news. I will share with you the reason why I've had in-person events on hold. So obviously because of COVID, in-person events were on hold for, you know, the past 15 months. Um, but I've known now that I can plan something for 2022. At least, you know, we're going to walk forward in faith and assume that by next summer, we will have a full-blown Simply Living for Him women's retreat again. 
And many people have asked like, well, that's so far away. (laughs) We don't want to wait until next July to have a retreat or an event. And as um, you know, we have all these women in our community, we'd like to have day events even, you know, in-person meetups. I would love to actually host something right here at my love's farm. Uh, So I want to do these in-person events, even if they're just days, uh, maybe a mini retreat. And so many people have asked me, like, why do we have to wait till next summer? Can we do something in the fall? Number one, doing something in the fall would be amazing. But, you know, it's kind of a crunch to put something together like that. But certainly a day event I could do in the fall. However, my fall is becoming a little bit um, busy. Because if you follow me on social media, you will see that my oldest daughter got engaged this week. So we're going to talk about that in a minute because that brings all sorts of uh, emotions and things I'm sure you all want to hear about. Um, you guys have been following me for years, many of you, and you've like watched the entire progression of our family. We've gone from, you know, being called to homeschool what, 16 years ago now. You've Many of you have gone through the entire journey because I started blogging very early on in our homeschool uh, journey. You guys have walked through this journey with me. You've seen me graduate, Grace. You've seen me send her off to college. Uh, and here we are at the next chapter in life. She is officially engaged. And they're looking to have actually a fall wedding. So as you can imagine, it would be kind of hard for me to put together an event in the fall because I obviously want to be fully present and, you know, there for my daughter and the planning, which is going to take place quite rapidly because we're already in July. Uh, (laughs) So where do I even begin? Life updates. So that's a big life update. Like I said, if you have been following me from the beginning, you probably feel like, you know, you've walked this whole journey with us. Um, You've watched Grace go off to college. My last book called The, um, The Simple Homeschool Journey is all about our journey from kindergarten to college. And at the end of that book, which I wrote the year we sent her off to college, which was literally just two years ago, um, at the end of that book, you know, you, you get this idea that here I am launching her off into college. Well, who would have thought just two years later, I'm launching her off into married life. And this is like hard-hitting stuff now, right? I went from, you know, launching her to college and, you know, going through that season to, oh, wait, now she's officially going into her own family, her own new chapter of life, Um, you know, really big deal. So let me back up just a little bit. I'm not going to share like every detail of Grace's business on here because that's this podcast is not about her and I don't want, you know, to share her business. <laughs> I don't want to, you know, get too far into it. But I've had a lot of questions from people who have seen our Instagram post and I just wanted to, you know, go over the main points that... um. The past several months have been a little bit crazy for us because, um, well, let me just share with you what I posted on Facebook. I don't think I posted it on my public Simply Living for Him page, but I did post it on my personal page. And I really should share it on my public page because I think that it will encourage you out there, whether your children are little or big, to pray for them. Um, Because I posted on my Facebook page after their engagement was announced, But I had actually written this a couple of months ago when I found out they were moving towards engagement. 
This is really incredible. Last summer, um, Grace was home. This is, I mean, there's so many incredible details. Um, and again, I don't want to share all Grace's business because she didn't sign up for that. But there are so many incredible details, like just in how God has worked. Parents, pray for your kids. Encourage them to follow the Lord. You know, keep their eyes on him. Because since she was, you know, in high school, we were praying for her future, where she would go to college. You guys all walked through that with us. Um, and, you know, how she ended up at the college she did, we feel like was totally God. We know it was God. We saw his hand in it. And now to know that she had to be out there in order to meet her future husband, like the way it all just fell into place is amazing. So, you know, I've been I've been preaching for years here about following God, keeping your eyes on the Lord. And I can truly say now, yeah, like we're watching it all unfold. And so last summer with COVID, she was home. And uh, I remember in the summer being very, very distraught at one point. I remember crying um, and just, you know, so nervous about sending her back to school. We weren't sure if it was the right decision. You know, it was in the middle of COVID. What's it going to be like? Is, you know, is school, do, do we want to waste, we were saying like all this money, because <laughs> college is expensive, on, um, you know, sending her there if this isn't the right thing to do, you know, is what if she goes there and she gets sent home immediately because the COVID, you know, ramps up or, you know, do we want to send her with all these restrictions in place? Do we want to put our money into that? You know, is this the right thing to do? At one point, she didn't even think she wanted to go back. And I was very distraught. Is this the right thing to do? And, you know, we obviously, as I always say, pray, 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 pray. And, you know, we became came to the fact that, yes, she's going to go back. We're going to walk in faith one step at a time. At the very same time, you know, last summer, I've always prayed for my kids. I've, I've prayed for their spouses, you know, here and there. I mean, there were teenagers when I started doing that. But like last summer, I really, really started focusing my prayers in the morning on, uh, on, on her future spouse, and, you know, she's getting older and it's funny because the boys, uh, my my boys were always teasing her like, when are you going to get a boyfriend, you know, and all that. And I would be like, you know what, she's waiting for the right person. We've, you know, I'm not going to get into our, you know, our, um, our thoughts on the whole dating thing and like that here because that's not what this podcast is about. But, you know, we were happy that she was, you know, being mature and waiting to find somebody, you know, um, to commit to when it was the right time and not just because everybody else has a boyfriend and, you know, you want a boyfriend or something like that. So I was praying specifically last summer for very specific things. I would literally pray and say, you know, God, would you please send her a spouse who loves you more than her? I wanted him to love the Lord even more than her. I also prayed very, very specifically that he would be the type of man that would adore her, that she wouldn't be like, you know, waiting for him to text and waiting for him to call and, you know, um, and definitely, you know, treated her well. Many of you may not know this, but when I was Grace's age, I was involved in a terribly abusive relationship. So that was on my mind, obviously, that I would never want my child to go through the sheer torture that I went through at her age. 
And so I started to pray for these very specific characteristics that he would adore her, that she wouldn't be, you know, like always waiting around. Does he like me? Is he going to text me? And that he loved the Lord most of all, that he would really be a partner. Um, basically, someone like my husband, you know, because my husband is all of those things. So I prayed these things literally in the morning when I woke up very specifically. Grace was at school about a month and she uh, told us that, you know, there was somebody that she met and, you know, they were going to, they did it very slow, like they went out in groups and then they went out for not like an official date, you know, all that. And then it was an official date. And then after a few official dates, he actually, and then we were introduced to him. He actually called my husband to ask my husband if he could ask Grace to be his girlfriend. So we just loved that. I mean, just loved it. So anyway, again, I'm not going to get into all their specifics, but that gives you an overview of, you know, how this came about. And so we've watched over the past almost year, um, you know, a little less than a year now of their relationship um, really blossom with God at the center. So they came to us a few months back and said that they wanted to pursue the idea of getting engaged and that they had been, um, you know, talking to her pastor and his pa her pastor's wife and, you know, seeking wise counsel and that they really wanted to make sure that they were the people, how did they put it, the people that they wanted to be before they, you know, committed to being engaged and they really wanted to work on themselves and the relationship as a couple and all that. So we were 100% supportive. Um, her, her fiance to me is just like a part of the family already. He's literally just like one of us. He's wonderful. So, you know, we've been walking, helping them and, and I've been praying like crazy for the past few months, knowing that this was what they were working toward. Yet we weren't saying anything to anyone because... Um, this was private between, you know, her and him. And it was her desire to not, you know, that they wanted to work on it together and not, you know, have anybody know what was going on because this was between her and him. And when they were ready, then it would be official and all of that. So I will say it was a little bit difficult for me personally to not be able to share with others, you know, that, wow, Grace might be getting married, but I can't share that with anyone yet. Um, but I totally respect and understand and honor their request because it really, you know, it's really wise to not have everybody's influence over it and to really be just, you know, um, taking it to the Lord and with each other. And so, when she was here um, in, in uh, what month was it, April, over Easter, she actually moved out because she knew she would be staying at school this summer. And she knew that if she was getting married in the fall, she would not be coming back. So she basically put all her stuff in the attic and her room uh, actually was switched out. The boys took over her room and all that. And so I had to kind of deal with all that without telling anybody. That was very difficult. And so you can read about that on the blog. I wrote a post, which I've gotten so much feedback on. So if you are a parent in any transition of life, go to simplylivingforhim.com, click on the button for blog, and you can read it. Um, it's called The Emotion With No Name because that's literally what I've felt recently is there's this emotion where you're ecstatic and heartbroken at the same time. And so I would love for you to go check out that blog post. I'll link it in the show notes. So anyway, that's our exciting news. And we couldn't be more thrilled to see God working in their lives. We couldn't be more thrilled um, just to see, you know, 
that you when you keep God at the forefront, you trust him in all things and just how he works out every detail is amazing. So we're super excited. But yeah, it's been a whirlwind and it's going to be a whirlwind for the next several months as we prepare for a wedding. And I'm sure you're going to hear lots about that. I'm sure there will be lots of blog posts and emotions coming because, you know, it's it's a it's a new season of life. It's an exciting season and I couldn't be more thrilled. But of course, as a mom, there's all kinds of emotions that go on. So that's a little bit of a life update with our family. So I will be getting ready at the end of August to send my son, who also just graduated from homeschool. I mean, talk about a whirlwind of emotions. I, I mean, I was saying to Steve today, I am so tired. Like, I just want to take a nap. I mean, this isn't new for me. I'm, I'm a tired person. <laughs> um, I get tired easily. But I'm like, I am so tired. And I don't know why I haven't done anything today. Like, it's a rainy day. I haven't really done much. But I am so tired. But then when I think about all the emotions of the past few months, I feel like it's all just catching up to me. But yeah, we graduated our second oldest from homeschool on June 5th and what an emotion you know emotion filled day that was as well I cannot believe now I have two graduated and just two more left um, in our little homeschool here the, the I'm not gonna say because it it's so cliche but I'm gonna say it the years go so fast I mean I just said to my son this morning when you all were babies I thought it was gonna be forever like I can't believe it you're all grown up and again it's beautiful and it's a wonderful thing, but it is, you know, bittersweet. So in August, we will also be sending our second oldest away. He's going away for a program for nine months for a Christian gap year program. He's going to do all sorts of amazing things. He's going to travel. He's going to just do all kinds of awesome things. So I am thrilled for him, but our family dynamic is certainly going to change. And then just a few months after that, our family dynamic is certainly going to change because my daughter will be officially you know, starting her new life with her new family, making her own family. She will be married. So hang on, people. <laughs> We're in for a wild ride. And I will share with you guys, you know, all the ups and downs and the feelings because I believe that we are all stronger together. When we talk about these things, we can learn from each other. You know, I've never been shy to share what's going on in our lives and to share all kinds of emotions with you guys because, hey, like I said, we learn from each other. Um, and so we've just got an emotional time going on. Graduated the next one, sending him off sending my daughter off to be married. Oh my goodness, all kinds of things going on. So anyway, in the middle of all that, we also live in a very upside down world. And I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, how do you live in this world and keep it simple? Because this world is nothing. It is not simple, right? It is crazy. It is complicated. It is um, just upside down. And so I did a devotion about this this morning on my YouTube channel. If you guys don't follow the YouTube channel, go over there. Every single morning I do a little um, short, like five, ten minutes at the most, uh, little video uh, devotional. And I talked about this today because, you know, I believe the world is getting darker and darker and darker. And I'm like, you know what? I see how quickly my life is going by. Just one minute ago, I had a little newborn baby and the next minute now she's getting married. Like I get it now, like time flies. And I look at my life and I'm like, I 
I don't, first of all, even if I, I, no one knows how much time they have left. But if I, you know, have the standard amount of time left, I'm probably more than halfway through my life. And of course, that's not promised. Who knows what tomorrow brings? And I am really feeling that, um, that pull to, who cares about like the stuff anymore? You know, I mean, I've been preaching this stuff is simply living for him for years, but I'm really feeling it now. Like, Life is about so much more than all the stuff we get wrapped up in. And this world is getting darker and darker every day. And the burden I've been feeling lately, you know, I see a lot on the internet. I see a lot of people, they get very upset. I mean, I understand the world is wretched right now. It's dark. Um, It's sinful. I get it. And people are like, you know, getting angry. But I feel like the darker it gets, the more we should be motivated to share the gospel. We should, rather than getting angry or at least using that anger to turn it to motivate us toward doing something about it. And when I say doing something about it, I don't mean sharing a meme to, uh, you know, discount somebody else's beliefs. Because basically, that's what I feel like our our world has been watered down right now to a meme argument. Like, you know, a liberal shares how they feel and then a Christian or a conservative fa- shares how they feel like, you know, in these little memes or these little sound bites or, you know, whatever it is. And it's not about who's wittier. It's not about who can, you know, share the best meme. We are talking about eternal souls like this is no joke anymore and I feel like I guess as we've been going through these seasons of change in our family and I've been seeing life in such a different perspective I think we all have in 2020 since COVID and now that I'm like watching my kids grow up and I'm seeing like you know the um the perspective of my life as a whole Rather than just like the day-to-day stuff, I'm really looking at it in the perspective of like the bird's eye view rather than just that like microscopic view that we all get wrapped up in and the day-to-day stuff. I'm really, you know, on fire to not just live more simply, but live more simply so that Jesus is everything, my every, you know, minute of my day is just oozing with Jesus, not because like... For me, because I want to know him and make him known. Like, isn't that the purpose of our life? And we, it says in the Bible that we are representatives of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I don't think we're doing, I don't think we're representing well when we're arguing on the internet. I'm just going to say that. When we're calling people names. I mean, I understand. You see the depravity. You see the ugliness. You see the darkness and it's upsetting. But our response to an upside down world is not to look like it, but to share the remedy to the upside downness. And the remedy is Jesus. And we don't have to dress up the gospel. We don't have to package it neatly in in this marketing uh, scheme. We don't have to make it sound a certain way to get others hear it. The gospel speaks for itself. Quite frankly, I am in awe of the gospel. There is nothing more exciting to me than the fact that Jesus sent his son to die to save me 
a sinner who does not deserve it, that is exciting in and of itself. I don't know why we feel like we have to tiptoe around it or to share it a certain way. Or then, like I said, there's, you know, some people feel nervous to share the gospel. So they try to dress it up or to make it sound a certain way. Or, you know, we try to invite people to church and make it really exciting and flashy and fun and all this. Like, no, the gospel speaks for itself. We don't have to dress it up and package it. But at the other end of that is, sometimes we don't want to offend people. You know, we want to make it nice. But at the other end of that is sometimes our response to the depravity is to be like, well, I'm going to give them a zinger about the gospel. I'm going to give them a zinger about the truth. A zinger isn't going to, you know, share the love of God. We are not going to argue someone to salvation. Someone is going to see Jesus and want salvation and want him, but not because of us posting a meme that tells them how wrong they are, but by investing in their lives, in their souls, by loving them through the power of the Holy Spirit. You know how you face an upside down world right now through the power of the Holy Spirit? Because yes, in my flesh, I see the world upside down and I am angry and I am, you know, I'm going to share this little thing and it's going to be a zinger. No, 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 no. The power of the Holy Spirit is what they will see in us. God doesn't tell us in his word to argue our way to be right. If we truly love our neighbor, we will care about their eternity. Do we love them enough to share the gospel? This isn't about being right. This isn't about proving our point. This isn't about, you know, showing them how wrong they are. This is loving someone enough, no matter how depraved they are. To tell them about Jesus. See, I think we get it wrong. I think we just want to be right. And that's pride. We need to go in humility and say, this is a lost and broken world that needs Jesus. I remember the girl who told me about Jesus. I've talked about her here on the podcast many times. I was living a life that was sinful. I had lived a a depraved life up until I met her. At the point when I met her, I was starting to turn around. She never came into my life at that time and said, oh my goodness, do you know how disgusting you are? Do you know how wrong you are? Do you know how depraved and wretched you are? (laughs) She came into my life and said, I want to share with you the greatest news there is. I want to share with you Jesus. And when I had questions, she didn't answer them from her opinion or her emotion or her feeling. She answered them from the word of God. She always just said, let's see what the Bible has to say about that. She let the power of the spirit work through her to share the truth of the gospel. It wasn't her truth and she wasn't doing it in her power. But the power of the Spirit was working in her to share the truth and the love of Christ was radiating out of this girl, I tell you. I was attracted to Jesus in her, not her. 
right? And so we have to remember when we are sharing with others, it isn't because we want them to think highly of us. Oh, you're so righteous and holy. We don't want them to think highly of us. We want them to have a high view of God. We don't want to like worry what other people think of us. Our main goal should be, what do they think about God? And if they don't know him, let's tell them about him and how great he is and how loving he is. And he came and sent his son to save us. That is the most exciting news there is. And we have to let God speak for himself. We are just messengers. We are all missionaries. We are ministers of the gospel. But he works through us. It is not about us. And so in this very complicated world, the simplest thing you could do is to be filled up on the Holy Spirit so that it's overflowing out of your life and others see that. Stop worrying about your agenda. Don't get on the internet thinking, well, today, who am I going to argue with? And if I say this little zinger, maybe they'll, you know, no one is going to see the gospel if you are presenting it in a prideful way. Now, I know we, we do. We want the best for people. We want, I mean, their eternity is at stake. But I think sometimes our flesh gets in the way and we really just want to be right. We want to prove our point. So when you are truly considering others above yourselves, that means like the person who's living a sinful life right now that you are looking down on, you should be considering them above yourself. That's a hard one. But I want to say to you, if you think, if you feel that you're looking down on others, you don't understand the gospel. Because we all fall short. You fall short. I fall short. And so what makes us feel that someone is too far away, that they cannot be reached with the gospel? It is so simple, yet we make it so complicated. We're just as complicated as this crazy upside down world. It is so simple. Be filled with the power of the Spirit and let the Spirit work through you. You don't even have to think about it. The Spirit is truly working through you like the girl that introduced me to Jesus. And you know, we reconnected after 20 years. This past year, my husband found her. We had lost contact. And she surprised me. She called me. My husband had her call me. And I was just like, oh my goodness, you don't know what you've done. Because she never even saw the fruit of her sharing the gospel with me. She shared the gospel with me. Our lives went in separate directions. She never saw the fruit. She didn't know that I became a born-again Christian. She didn't know that I went on to, you know, have a family and, and homeschool and begin a ministry and teach Bible studies. She didn't know any of that. Yet God used her. And so we reconnected. And when I told her the impact she had on my life, I was like, do you even understand? Like, I have a ministry now and all this stuff. She was like, me? I did that? She was so humble. She was like, I don't have like a perfect relationship with God. You saw him in me? I was like, yes, I did. And so how powerful for all of us. It is not about us and what we can do, but about God and what he does in us. So if you're feeling despondent like me some days, if you're feeling distraught, if you're feeling like this world is just so 
upside down. Take heart. Jesus has overcome the world. You don't have to overcome the world. Isn't that exciting? He already has. And he wants to work through you so that whether you touch one life life or a millions of lives, it doesn't matter. It's all about him and what he does through you. We overcomplicate things when it's so, so simple. And so I want to encourage you, if you want to join our community, if you're, if you're like, yeah, you know, I need to learn more about being in the word and, and um, you know, walking with the Lord, come join our community because that's why it exists, to equip women so that in their everyday lives, people will see Jesus. You don't even have to think about it. So I know our world is upside down. I know sometimes it feels heavy. You know, I look at my daughter. She's getting married. She's going to have her own family someday. What kind of a world are my grandkids going to live in? I don't think that far ahead because I say God is in control. God has set us in this time of the world for a reason. And our job right now is to know him and make him known. No matter what the circumstances are in the world, no matter how crazy the world gets. And I often remind myself that back in, you know, ancient times, in Bible times, in Roman times, the world was upside down then too. The world has always been upside down. And our job as Christians, no matter what century we are living in, no matter what time we are living in, is the simple fact that we are to know him and make him known. And don't overcomplicate it. The gospel will speak for itself. So get in the word, be filled with the spirit, and the truth will speak for itself. Don't argue with people over it. Love them. Don't try to point out what every single person is doing wrong. Love them. Love them enough to tell them about Jesus. So I hope this encouraged you. If it did, share this message with a friend. Uh, Let me know what you think. Let's continue the conversation. You can comment on the Facebook page, Instagram, wherever you're seeing this. If you like the podcast, I'd love for you to rate and review it. Um, That just helps me get this message out to more people. Come on over and join our Simply Living for Him online community. It's a beautiful place where women are encouraging other women in their walk with the Lord. It's a safe place. It's a... uh, edifying place and I would love to see you there at simplylivingforhim.com slash community. It is always free. Everything we do in there is provided for you free. And um, also my homeschooling books are available this summer on Amazon. As always, they're on Amazon. Um, Many of you have asked me about them because you're preparing for your new school year. You can get them on Amazon. That's the best place to get them right now. Um, And they are a great summer read to help you prepare your heart for your homeschool year. I'm not going to tell you how to homeschool, but I'm going to tell you how to get your heart ready to homeschool. Also, the Simply Living for Him devotional is available on Amazon. That devotional is not for homeschooling. I mean, it's for any woman who wants to get in the Word each day. I'd love for you to go check out any of those resources at Amazon. You can find all the information on my website at simplylivingforhim.com. And until the next time, I wish you all the blessings and joy in Jesus today.